Hello everyone and welcome to our second episode of GQuick Podcast. I'm really, really delighted by the response that I've received from the first episode on Instagram. If you do not follow us on Instagram, that is GQuick Podcast. You can always go ahead and comment what you think about the episode and we are always looking forward to hearing your opinions. This episode is going to be with one of the people that I'm really really delighted that I met which is Squared the Rapper. He is one of the people that I'm really really proud uh, to know. He is extremely influential as well as successful and he always finds a way to have fun while putting in extremely extremely hard work and um, you're going to find a lot of amazing stories in this episode and I can't wait to see your responses. Hey everyone, uh, welcome to our second episode of Deep Rift Podcast. So today we are joined by a very, very special guest. We are joined by Squared the Rapper himself. Squared, we are very delighted to have you here. Thank you so much for joining. Thank you guys. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Really, you are an incredible guest. We're very honored to have you. So let's have a brief intro about Squared. Uh, sure. Uh, let's start together with the basics. Uh, my name is Mahmoud Mahmoud, uh, and that's actually where the name Square Danny came from. Uh, a friend of mine actually was like, uh, okay, why not make it Mahmoud Squared and add the, the, the two symbol above Mahmoud? So it, it was a lame joke in the beginning, and then later on, obviously, we, we made something out of it. Uh, my name is Mahmoud Mahmoud, I'm 24, I'll be 25 next uh, July, inshallah. Uh, I graduated from uh, business management in January 2019. Um, that was, I think, two years ago. Uh, I think actually two years, exactly two years ago, because I think I graduated 15th of January. So it's exactly wow. two years ago. Um, uh, I was studying in a university called the Arab Open University, um, but I've been working um, uh, since the first year in uni, actually. I've been working since I was 19. Uh, I started my first job in Vodafone UK and then I developed into working into HR. So I think I've been working in HR now for um, four years and nine, ten months, I think. Um, so those are the basics. Um, I play. I used to play basketball. I used to play basketball for four years and then had to stop. Uh, I had to stop then. And I also used to hip hop dance because that was really back in the day when I was uh, in in till like and then I also had to stop because of because uh, I didn't really think that I'll, I'll go further into dancing. So. But yeah, and uh, yeah, that's it. And uh, I rap. <laughs> okay, uh, so you previously stated that you have your own EP coming. How's it going so far? Uh, the EP is doing really good. I have two songs down. Uh, I still have two or three more uh, to add to the EP. I'm still not sure if it will be four or five songs, uh, but two songs are done. Uh, and I still have two to three more to, to finish, but uh, I'm on the way. I was actually working on one of them uh, before the podcast. Yeah, that's really good. Now, I think we should start with Squared the Person before we 
begin to talk about Squared the Rapper, you know? Definitely. So we do have a ton of questions. Sure. So how did you start working as an HR and why did you specifically choose recruitment? Uh, why HR? All right. So funny story. I actually didn't want to do business in the beginning. Uh, I wanted to actually do interior designing. I was really interested in interior designing. We understood the core of colors and all of that. Um, but because I was a really bad student, I'm got to shot of the moment. I didn't get the score to get into interior designing. So I thought, all right, I'll, uh, I'll, um, I'll study business because basically everyone needs to have that business mindset. And then I can later on take a diploma for interior designing or commerce staff. But after that, business and I actually found it super interesting. Um, and I like I found myself in it. Like, you know, I found myself in something. It's, it's, it sounds cliche, but it, it actually what happened. I really found myself in, in, in business. Um, I read about it because I didn't know anything about business and I didn't want to fail again for Gamma exactly like I did in, in, in high school. Um, by reading reading about business, I was really, really interested in HR. Uh, it's basically the, 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 the biggest function uh, that like allows you to work with people. And that's basically what I am as a person. I like to talk to um, a lot of people from different backgrounds, different perspectives, different ethnicities, uh, nationalities, everything. Um, it, it gives me that opportunity to work with so many people. Um, so this is why HR, why recruitment? Um, okay, so HR fiha kaza sub function goha fiha recruitment or how we call it the talent acquisition fee uh, training and development fee organizational development fee talent management fi talent acquisition awalan it's the easiest way to get into HR عشان uh, you know the say law and okay and I mother may the experience this is not true. Um, talent acquisition is the easiest way to get into HR and then you can uh, um, broaden your horizons, go out, go out and sub-functions. So talent acquisition was the easiest way for me to get into HR. But of course, like I said, it allows me to get to see different people. In talent acquisition, my job is to interview people. So I meet, I don't know, from five to six people. Every day, but every week, I think throughout the four years, nearly five years of talent acquisition experience, I think I've interviewed, I don't know, more than 1,500 people. It's, I've seen so many freaking people with so many different backgrounds, Egyptians or non-Egyptians. It's, it's awesome. So it, it, um, Okay, that's actually really impressive how okay, you started meeting more people through <clears throat> the HR talent acquisition. Yes, yes. It's actually really great. I've heard your brother is an Arabic singer. Did he inspire you to music? Oh, how did you know about that? Yeah, actually, he uh, he used to be a, a singer. I think he used to be a big time singer. So I was young, so I didn't really know. But I've heard from people that like you can literally just walk around Madit uh, and then you can listen to his music playing in one of the shops or whatever. So uh, he used to be a big time singer, and then I think he had to stop for I don't know some dumb reason. Uh, but actually now he's he's coming back. Uh, I think he just released a couple of uh, songs the last month. 
Uh, and he actually just, funny story, he came up to me last week and he was like, hey, you remember when we used to sing together? I actually want to redo the song that we did, I think like 10 freaking years ago. But uh, yeah, we're still looking at that, me and him. And uh, I think probably you're going to see me featured on one of his songs soon. Yeah. Uh, what, was he an inspiration? Uh, not really, because he's an Arabic singer, but he's completely different than I am. Well, when he was a, like when he was like a big thing, I was really young and I didn't even get into music at that time. So, so I wouldn't call him an inspiration and definitely not in a negative way. But still, I'm not going to change my way I learn music. Also, like uh, in general, not just in Arabic. Where, did you have that interest when you found out about him? Like later on? Uh, what What do you mean with that question? Like, um, you found out that your brother is an Arabic singer and then he went sort of like big time, kind of. And then did uh, you no. think about it and like, yeah, I, I want to pursue that kind of? Uh, not really, Salaha. Uh, it, it was pretty dope, but Anna, when I, when I started getting into like writing music, when I was like, uh, I think it, it started to become a little bit serious uh, when I was 15, 16. And then definitely the 100% series as last year. But at 15, 16, I think by that time he stopped. He didn't actually do music at that time. Um, for, for, yeah, I, I, it wasn't like he was big at that time. I was like, yeah, shit, I want to be like him. It wasn't like that, you know, because he, he at that time, like when I was young, he was there. And then when I got older, he, he, he was here. You know what I mean? Like, uh, th- there was a, a gap where I couldn't find inspiration from him. So I basically took the inspiration from the other people that I was listening to, like the, 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 the names of Eminem and, and all the other rappers as well. Okay, so um, we found out that you pursue poetry as a hobby. Um, mm-hmm. what, what do you mainly like think about when it comes to poetry? Uh, all right, so I started writing poetry in 2019, um, and I think January or February 2019, I think by that time. Uh, the reason why I started writing poetry, uh, 2019 was probably the worst year of my life. It was it was really dark and I had so many bad things that I had to struggle with in 2019. Uh, poetry was my way out basically of explaining how I feel, but because I can't voice it out, I'll basically have a pen and a paper and I'll write it down. So it was a way out for me to express how I feel inside. Um, poetry, um, I think I only wrote about mental health when it comes to poetry. I never wrote about anything else because I, I don't think I can write poetry about anything else but mental health. And like I said, I used poetry to, to express myself and express how I feel. And at that time, in 2019, it was all about mental health and it was all about the stuff that I was struggling with. So yeah, when, whenever I think about poetry, I think about um, expressing the dark shit that I, that I went through. So it's basically like uh, writing for a cause. Yeah, exactly. Yes, so I'm not just writing, I'm actually writing for a cause. That's actually mm-hmm. really, really perfect. I love that. Thanks, man. So, um, we know that you love basketball. You said mm-hmm. that you played. Um, like, how did you find that love for basketball? Did you, like, try it and then find out that you love it? Or, like, did you think about it and then instantly love it? Like, what happened? Yeah, so, um, not like every... 14, 13 year old Egyptian, everyone goes to soccer or football. Everyone loves football. 
I never liked football. Like, I now I like watching it a little bit. Like, I love Liverpool, honestly, Mo Salah and all that shit. But I never really liked football. I didn't know how to play. I sucked at playing football. Um, and I was a little bit tall. I wasn't that tall when 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 like when I first started playing basketball. But it was really really interesting. Um, I can't remember how how me and basketball got together. Uh, but maybe I think I remember watching videos on YouTube and then watching oh NBA what's NBA and then I went out to watch some videos and I was like oh shit cool they don't actually use their foot they use their hand and they dribble and all that and it was just really really interesting uh, I think I, I, I started watching basketball for like four five six months uh, in the compound that I'm living in we didn't really have a club that has um, like a, a basketball court uh, but uh, like recently, not recently, obviously, Saeed I was like, oh shit, okay, once they're done with it, I'm gonna just go buy a basketball and go and try. And I fell in love with it once I got the ball with, in my hand with the court. It was just amazing. Um, yeah, it started off just learning the rules through YouTube and all that. Um, and then it developed into, okay, I actually want to play and I want to get into a club and all of that. And then, you know, everything followed, um, followed that idea. It's actually really great. Like it's a love story between the yeah. food and basketball. <laughs> <laughs> basically, basically, definitely. Mm-hmm. All right. So we do have a, a ton of questions, but we're just gonna like, downplay it for you we're gonna like slow it down because it's like a fire <laughs> we have a flow of questions right now alright so let's enter the squared rapper what do you think about that I mean sure, we've had a couple of squared the person questions now it's time for squared rapper definitely so you said before that you don't speak as much Arabic when it comes to music like you don't rap in Arabic and you find difficulty in that but how long did it take you how long did it take you to actually write uh, <laughs> um, actually not that much uh, actually it actually took me one day to, to, to write the song because uh, like you said uh, um, I don't feel comfortable writing Arabic it's something that I really want to do and it's something that I am trying to do right now uh, but it's it, it was never comfortable for me to write Arabic for, um, I have no idea how, how, how it went but uh, yani, the thought of just okay I have an idea in mind I want to diss this guy so I just got a pen and a paper or when I say pen and a paper I basically mean my keyboard and the laptop because I don't write it with a pen and a paper but anyways uh, so I started writing the song and just you know the ideas went straight to the to the keyboard went straight to the uh, to, to the to the pad that I write in and it surprisingly it took me like I think a day um, like six seven hours until I finished the song because I already had the beat and when I listened to the beat I had all the ideas in mind it just it was just the idea of putting the flow um, in there and yeah, it, it, all, it all came together surprisingly. That's, like, seriously, I mean, six, seven hours, what? How, how did you, like, <laughs> what? I mean, <laughs> for a person that just, like, doesn't listen that much to Arabic music and then write an entire song, wow. I, I was surprised too. I was surprised too. And when I finished the song, that was actually the reason why I was like, okay, it, it, it wasn't that hard and it was okay. Like, it wasn't shit. It was, it was okay. Um, so I was like, okay, I, I need to start working on writing Arabic more and, and releasing more Arabic music because, it, yes, my core is English, but yeah, I need to write music in Arabic because, like, I, my, my market is niche. Like they say, it's a niche market where people listen to English music. Uh, but again, I'm living in Egypt. Everyone listens to Arabic music. The rap, the Arabic rap scene is huge. 
I was like, okay, I need to develop my 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 Arabic writing skills, and and you know, Tiba Mole was was the main reason why I was like, okay, it's it's not that hard. I just need to freaking start writing. For, for yeah, thanks to Tiba for that. <laughs> so that's yeah, so that's like the green light boy. Yeah. So before you start, uh, before you start to drop, uh, how much did you value Eminem? Did he actually inspire you to rap? Actually. Uh, yes, definitely. Yeah. Uh, actually, b- back when I was th- 13, 14, whatever, um, Eminem was, I think, the first rapper to to start listening to. Um, he was huge at that time. Obviously, he's still big at that time. But you know, when when it was like I think 13, 14, that was when it's 2007, 2008. I think he was huge at that time. Um, Eminem, like I said, is the first one to listen to, and I think. The first ever song that I memorized and I sang was My Name Is by Eminem. And I think that was 2009 or 10, maybe. Uh, yeah, Eminem is definitely an ins- like a huge inspiration for me. He was one of the main reasons why I fell in love with the culture. I fell in love with the, with the rap genre. And um, yeah, I- I'll definitely say 100%. He was, I, I don't want to say uh, just a part. He was, I think, the main reason why... Um, you know, I liked rap music. So yes, definitely. Or basically a key to rap music. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. if you ask any major rapper right now, who was your guideline? They'd say either two things, either Logic or Eminem. Speaking of Logic, did you ever think of writing something that's Logic style? You know, Logic has its unique style, his own flow. Have you ever mm-hmm. thought of doing something with that, incorporating it into your music? Um, not really, honestly. It's funny because actually nowadays, like I always get these comments and those DMs, like people are like, oh, hey, you sound like Logic, you look like Logic and all of that shit. And like in the beginning, it was like, a, it was it was a nice compliment. So, oh shit, people are, you know, comparing me to Logic, which is a huge person, of course, and I absolutely love Logic. But and then, you know, it started to irritate me because I don't want to sound like anyone because I, I when, when I have my keyboard and I have a beat and I'm writing, it's not like I wake up, oh shit, I want to write like Logic today. It's like I want to write what I have in mind and, and the ideas and I, it, it just flows to the beat. So I don't really, like I said, wake up every day saying that, hey, I want to write like Logic or I want to write like Joyner or I want to write like Eminem. I want to write like me because, you know, I want people when they listen to me, they say, oh, that is squared, you know, with with squared style, not Logic or Eminem or whatever. Um, And again, that's not a hit on Logic or bashing him in any way. Logic is probably in in my top three at the moment. Um, But like, no, I, I, I wouldn't you know start writing a song and saying hey i want to write this song in in a logic style i I don't think this will happen that's i mean so that's what you're saying it's i'm me i write my own flow my own style and let's say if it's inspired i don't really care it's me though exactly exactly It, it might be inspired by someone else i might use um like for example someone else's line from a song so for example right now i'm writing a song um i actually finished writing the song and uh, i think i'll be recording it very soon like i have a line in the middle that says um, um and it was logic i was destined to find the best of me why i said it was logic to find the best um uh, sorry um, and it was logic i was tested to find the best of me why i said that because logic actually in one of um uh, in one of his songs he said the same line he said uh, and god tested me to find the best of me so I was like, it was logic. I was tested to find the best of me. I just wanted to give logic his 
you know, credit when because I'm basically using his line. So I might do that, but again, I'm like I'm not biting logic or I'm not copying logic or I'm not even biting the same style. It's just when I I, I can be inspired by you and take a line from you, but again, I'm not gonna take the whole song or I'm not gonna take your whole style. So, do you think rap is a sustainable career? A sustainable career? Yeah. Um. Uh. I wouldn't say in Egypt. Um, in Egypt, I wouldn't say it is um, something to depend on, honestly, uh, financially or career-wise. Uh, because let's just be honest, the, the industry itself, I'm not going to even say only rap, but the whole music industry or the entertainment industry in Egypt is is really hard to, um, you know, to, to, to I don't know, to, to stabilize it or whatever you guys want to call it. بس اتس هارد انلس ان انت واحد من الناس الفشيخه اللي موجودين في 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 الماركت ذن شور يو هاف يور نيم وخلاص تمام يو بي يو بي يو بي اون ا جود ستيبل ليفل اند ايفن حتى ذوز بيبل ايفن ذوز بيبل لايك ات سام بوينت وين يو 40 50 خلاص يعني يو نوت غانا جو اون ستيج اند دانس اند سينج لايك يو وير ان 20s اور 30s فايتس نوت ايفن ا ستيبل جوب اون ذا لونج تيرم فاي اونستلي وودنت سي Um, it's a stable thing to do in Egypt. If we're talking outside Egypt, I, I would say yes, because outside Egypt, entertainment and the music industry, they have they have a big um, like place in, I don't want to say the job market, but they have a big place and, and it, it can be stable for someone who is good. And even if someone is okay, like you see all these shitty rappers getting huge paychecks. For, yeah, I, I would definitely say it might be stable outside, but in Egypt, It's it's gonna be hard, honestly. It, it's very hard to just you know make it only like to create your paycheck out of music. I mean, it's basically true. Like not just in Egypt, but the world as a whole. Because let's say you have a drought of followers, like all of a sudden you come up to nothing. Like you have a ton of followers, and then one week you're just like nothing. Exactly. Let's not say you're, you're like you didn't make music, but let's say you. Just, made a song people didn't like it and all of a sudden they clicked the unfollow button you know that's exactly something that happens yes now, definitely yeah now tell me what is your songwriting process what what's the key to square the rapper when it comes to lyrics um I, I try my best to create music out of an experience or Um, out of a story that I had to live or go through. So, for example, if we looked at the songs that I have now released, I know they're not that much, but let, maybe let's look at them. I think all of them, except one song, which is "I'm a King," all of them has, um, or all of them have like a story or an experience behind it. So, "Give Me a Reason" was about an experience that I had to go through. Uh, "Money Over Love" is not my song actually; it's AT song. Uh, I was featured on it, but again, my verse actually spoke about an experience. Change the, the the most recent one was about an experience. Overthinking the same. I, I I try my best to make all of my music speak about a part that I had to live or a part of my life that I had to go through or whatever. If, um, I, sometimes, yeah, of course, I write just pretty random songs about how freaking good I am and hey, I'm a king and all of that stuff, which is pretty cool for like like if you if you're at a party, if you want to jam to 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 one of my songs in the car. But again, I try my best to make my songs um, speak about something that maybe you can relate to, or someone else relates to, um, or something that I had to go through. For, for, that's basically how I write songs. 
Uh, but again, like I said, I, I can just, you know, right now pull up a beat on YouTube and I was like, oh yeah, let me write about how good I am and shit, I'm the best in the world and all of that kind of stuff. Uh, which actually sometimes turns out like really good, so. Okay, so now it's time for another segment, the Q&A segment. Alright. So I actually found out, like we put out an Ask Me Anything on Instagram and we've pulled out a ton of questions. Okay. So, I could say that there are a couple burners there. Okay. <laughs> so the first one is, oh, okay, we're starting it off hard. Uh, is there or was there beef with Siba, aka Advash One the Siba? All right. Um, okay, I'm, I'm gonna say. I, I think me and Tiba would say this for the first time. Me and Tiba do not have a beef. Actually, Tiba is a really, really good friend of mine, uh, Habibi, I and mean, we used to hang out a lot of times. Uh, me and him do not have any beef. What happened is he has a song called Shotta. And in one of the lines, I think, in the first verse, he says, uh, Shotta, Shotta, something on the rhymes of Murabba, and then Malak Yadan Tamrabba, or Malak Yadan Tamrabba. You know, I heard the song. He, actually, funny story is, Tiba even sent me the song before he even released it and he was like hey what do you think of it that's that's the relationship between me and him so he sent me the song I was like oh shit man the song is dope you should definitely release it and then I was like and then you know it, it was a joke we laughed about it and he was like I actually didn't mean it that way I meant you know and I was like okay shit okay let's how about we create this fake beef I'm gonna go write this song about you because you basically dissed me or whatever um and then yeah and i did it i released it people thought that me and him actually have a beef and he actually wrote uh, a diss um on tiba mall but he didn't release it I, I heard it but he did not release it i'm not sure if he's gonna release it because it like um, long story short me and tiba do not have a beef tiba is a great friend of mine um and um hopefully hopefully me and him are gonna jump on a track very very soon that's actually really cool because like uh when we first met uh at the smps tonight like, uh, I was talking like, why did you write that Tiba Mall this? And then you're like, Shotta, just listen to Shotta. I'm like, it made me think it was real, man. Come on, like, seriously. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I used to actually think that it's like something, you know, fake, but then it turns out to be real. And I'm like, damn. Hmm. Then I yep. checked the Instagram and it turns out that he follows you. So I'm like, yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, we follow each other. Like, you're, gonna, you're, not, you're even going to see me like posting a lot of stories with him and like writing comments on his songs. So, so yeah, yeah. Tiba is a great artist and a great, great friend. What do you think of the Egyptian rap scene? Many people have asked me this. Actually. The Egyptian rap scene, um, uh, it, it's good. Uh, I like that, or I actually love that the Egyptian rap scene is is, is getting recognized and it's it's getting the spotlight that it should have. Um, a lot of the big rappers uh, or the big names in, in the market, uh, abusive uh, Maron Musa, uh, Wigs. Uh, Maron Pablo definitely can way regatini. Those big names, they really and I, I just I don't want to miss any other names, but these are the names on my top of my mind right now. They basically they they made the the, the 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 Egyptian rap scene as it is now. Now a lot of people listen to rap, which was not the case uh, three or four years ago at all. Rap can diamond al hawa liya al araf al sawain takaitik al araf al bital. I love that the rap scene now is getting the attention that it, it should have gotten since a long time ago um rappers are good 
um there are rappers that are nice at personally like my opinion will not really make a huge difference but if you're asking for my opinion i love some of the songs out there i'm not gonna say i love an artist because I, I, so for example an artist x i like some of his songs and i hate some of the other songs but i'm not gonna say i like a, a specific artist but i love so many songs honestly that i actually listen to do i listen to on on a daily basis um it, it's good it's it's going into a nice direction and um hopefully with all of the underground rappers and all of the new rappers that are coming um you know into the scene right now hopefully they're gonna make a, a good change so yeah okay so here are a couple of simple questions and there are two good ones uh so the next one is tier coffee I don't know why uh, I wrote that, but tea or coffee? Definitely coffee. I hate tea and I'm a big time coffee drinker. I mean, Egyptian tea is like just weird. I just hate tea. I only drink tea with lemon and I'm going to I mean, everyone. Yeah. Okay, so the next two are actually pretty similar. The first one is favorite joke and the other one is favorite verse. Favorite verse? Of your song, of, of one of your of songs. my song, yeah. Uh, shit, that's hard. Um, damn, <laughs> I don't really have a favorite verse. Uh, man, that's hard. I I would say, okay, it's it's not a song, it's a cover uh, that I did not release yet. Hopefully, I'll, I'll release very soon. I've been slacking on recording it. But um, it's a, it's a cover uh, to not not even a cover. It's a it's a rap remix to um, Logic uh, Perfect. That's uh, one of his last uh, album. Uh, the song is called Logic Perfect, and uh, I basically created my own cover of that song, and I'll be hopefully releasing it soon. Um, I really 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 love that verse. It's it's really nice. I absolutely love the music. The music is just a banger. The music is really hyped, and I really love that style. Um, it, it, it allowed me to just, you know, like swim with the flows on, on that song. I love how I switched up flows and I love the lyrics itself. And the beat, the logic beat definitely helped me. So I definitely love that one. It's it's not out there. If, uh, hopefully, hopefully I'll release it and uh, I'll record it and release it very soon if, uh, so you guys can uh, get to, to listen to. Uh, what was the second question? Uh, the second question was, what's your favorite joke? I don't know. Joke? Joke? I don't know. I don't have favorite jokes, I mean, I'm not gonna say. <laughs> I really guy. love that. You know the dad jokes? I absolutely love the dad jokes. I don't really have one right now. Um, no, I, I, I can't think of one, Sarah Hadrati. Let's, let's, uh, let's get maybe, back to that one, maybe. I would have actually thought of like the squared joke. That's what made you your name and stuff. I would have I actually it. Was, it was lame at that time, Sarahafa. No, I'm not going to say it's, it's a good joke. And the, the, the guy who, who who made that joke, his, his name is uh, Yusuf. Uh, Yusuf, if you're listening to this, screw you. <laughs> okay. Would you rather be uh, the most loved rapper or the most popular rapper? Um. Hmm. Okay, but that's a hard one. If I'm the most popular rapper, doesn't that make me loved? Like it depends. Be, depends on your personality. Yeah, you could mm. basically be considered infamous. 
I that's a hard one, but I would honestly say I would take the most popular because I can be the most loved and then like loved from five, ten people of my family and friends, which uh, basically fuck it, like I didn't make it or anything. So uh, yeah, I'll choose most popular, and I'm sure I'm gonna have some people who li- love me, but you know I'm I'm just gonna write this songs on everyone who hates me. So fuck it. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a good one. Okay, yeah, that's actually a really really great one. Okay, so the next one is. Uh, how do you basically use these tongue twisters? How do you rap that quick? Um, it's it's practicing. I've been practicing this for a long, long time since I was, like I said, fourteen, fifteen. I started practicing those tongue twisters and you know the fast verses and all of that because I really, really loved how rappers get to rap this fast. The first one, the first two people who I listened to, who who at that time rapped super fast for me was Twista and Busta Rhymes. These are two of the one, two of the fastest rappers out there, uh, Busta Rhymes and Twista. I spent so many hours practicing their music, practicing how to sing like them. It's basically, they, they have two keys. The first key is to know how to pronounce the words correctly because if you know how to pronounce the word correctly, then you're, you're good to go. And the second one is practicing. Uh, for example, when I um, when I practiced uh, Godzilla, مثلا, the first part of Godzilla, or Rap God, or whatever the I used to go on YouTube, pull up the song, and then it has like a speed uh, setting for, for YouTube. So I used to, to to slow down the song, مثلا, 0.75, for example, and listen to how Eminem or whatever the, the person rapping the song, listen to how they pronounce the words. Because Damon for fast verses, they verse for nos, line for nos that is fucked up like they say just very random words at the same time which if you listen to it on the normal speed it doesn't actually make any sense but i slow down the song listen to how they pronounce it and then bring the speed up to one again and then practice 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 until i get it, until i get that's, it so that's actually really good i think i'm like the second person other than you that knows the best happened first it's not that fast but i think i can <laughs> sing it, it up like, oh man come on all right sure fine. sing it Ain't nobody got a remedy for the illest epitome whose enemy is my enemy. You kidding me? I'm better than 90% of the rappers. I'm better than the enemy. Oh my god. Yeah, I yeah, yeah that's do dope. That. I think I kind of <laughs> picked dope. up the speed, sort of, but like, yeah. <laughs> uh, nice, nice. That's dope, man. Squared, we were really, really delighted to have you. Uh, good luck with your next podcasts. I hear you're Thank coming you up much, with uh, INSE way soon. They're actually really nice. Good luck with them. And uh, yes, this was actually a really good episode. Thanks, man. Thank you so much for having me, guys. Thank, Thank you so much. Squared. It was a pleasure talking you. to you both. Thank you very much. Thank you, man. Thank you.